0: Zimbra Honda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a newer pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbra
1: We got to pivot because I am so happy that we have my pal and colleague, Kirk Herbstreet, on the line. Kirk, great to chat with you this morning. How are you?
0: Good morning, Jen. How you
1: doing? We're doing great. We're obviously talking a little bit of Packers action as they take on the Texans tomorrow night in preseason football. But everybody is excited about the Badger season up here. Always something people get really jazzed about. I want to talk about this book that you and our pal Gene Wojciechowski wrote. I told you I read it. You guys were nice enough to send me an advanced copy. And I thought you guys did such a fantastic job. But I was so curious, when did you start to get the itch to maybe start putting some of your stories down in print?
0: Honestly, I never did. I, I, um, I've been asked in the past by writers to to consider writing a book and I've just never, I, Gene, especially he's kind of talked to me about it. I've just never, I don't know. I didn't think I had anything to say that anybody might want to read about honestly. So I just kind of just put it off like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe when I'm 70 kind of thing. And then when we got into quarantine last year, we all went into, I guess, late March, uh, probably mid April. He, he said, Hey, do you want to consider maybe doing it now? I've got some other projects and, you know, maybe this would be a time you can reflect and and kind of maybe consider doing this. And, and I don't know. I just thought if you go back to where the world was last April, it was kind of, we had no idea what was going on. And I thought maybe this was a good time to, to do that. And and so I decided to do it and man, it was a interesting process. I, I, uh, this is not just a football book. I mean, you read it. I mean, it's, it goes into a lot. And so there were some issues there with me and my dad and me and my family, kind of a dysfunctional family. But um, I I just hadn't really thought about in maybe 40 years, some of this stuff kind of compartmentalized a lot of it emotionally. And Gene, he kind of opened those compartments up and and we got into it. So um, it uh, hopefully is a book that talks about, some of my personal trials and tribulations and, and maybe can resonate with people who, who uh, have kids that went through some of the stuff that I went through. And and um, I don't know. I, I just thought it was an appropriate time to to, uh, to kind of talk about it.
1: Jeez, Herbie, t- t- make me feel like a slouch over here. I made some smoothies and some banana bread during the quarantine. You're over here writing a fricking book with our pal Gene Wojowski. The book is called Out of the Pocket Football Fatherhood and College Game Day Saturdays by our friend Kirk Herbstreit.
0: Uh, Kirk, are you in favor of expanding the college football playoffs, or are you okay leaving it at four? No, I definitely think we got to expand it. Um, how we're going to get there now, with all the chaos going on with Texas, and OU, into and the SEC, and what does what Kevin and Kevin Warren end up doing in the Big Ten? What's going to get on with the Pac-12, the ACC, with their new commissioner Jim Phillips? What's left of the Big I Twelve? Don't, I don't know how we're going to get there. I don't know, it sounds like we're going to have to get through this first cycle, get through the first 12 years of the first cycle until we actually see the expansion, it would be my guess. Um, but right now, it's just it's just too volatile. And I don't think any of us, we can all throw things against the wall and speculate, but I just don't think we know what's the Big Ten going to look like in, in five years. You know what, What's the Pac-12 going to look like in, in five years? So I, I think my guess, as we sit here right now, will be that we'll we'll see some kind of, uh, we'll, we'll see this fourteen playoff go through cycle, and, and then you'll see expansion after that. There definitely is going to be expansion, but I, I don't think it's going to happen in the next couple of years.
1: Talking with ESPN College Football Analyst Kirk Herbstreit, the book is out of the pocket. So you mentioned Oklahoma and Texas. So they're going to be leaving. What happens now to the Big 12? Do you think other places are going to be aggressive in trying to poach teams out of the Big 12? Does the Big 12 try to get teams out of a conference like the AAC? What, what's the next domino to fall?
0: I, man, I, I have no idea. Uh, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, th- these are good teams. Uh, you think about Iowa State, what they've created uh, with Matt, Matt Campbell, uh, Kansas State. You know, Think about their program over the years and what they've been able to do. Texas Tech, Baylor, Oklahoma State. I mean, there's, there's some firepower there and some frustration. I don't blame them. Uh, you know, what you imagine being a fan of one of those teams right now. What what, what are we going to do? Are they going to go pick up uh, teams that are smaller and still try to be considered a, a power conference? I don't know. I don't know if that's that's realistic or not. Uh, what happens to the American conference that's been just trying desperately to get attention with teams like UCF and Cincinnati? You know, are they? is this a good thing for them? Are they going to get picked up? Uh, somewhere. I don't know what the Big Ten – you imagine Kevin Warren. Jim Delaney was there forever. Kevin Warren steps in, and he gets a global pandemic. And on the back end of that, he gets expansion. You know, he's got to figure out what the heck do I do to match Texas and OU going to the SEC. I, I would argue that his – I don't know how long he's been there, 16 months, 18 months, whatever it's been. Probably the most volatile 16 to 18 months in the history of the Big Ten – and he he's still trying to figure out you know where where the office is and and things like that uh, at the Big Ten offices. So it's uh, it's 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 a guessing game. Like, well, what would you guys say? What's the Big Ten going to do? I mean, we can we can guess. Are they going to bring in Kansas? There's been talk about that. The presidents and and alums and and board of trustees are very proud of of the academic side of the Big Ten. So I don't think you can just say. Hey, let's let's try to steal Missouri. Let's bring in West Virginia. Let's bring in Pitt. Um, I, I mean, you can. I guess you can. You could speculate about that, but I, I just don't know how real, realistic that is.
1: If you're a college football fan or a Big Ten fan, Kirk's new book, Out of the Pocket is Out, talks a lot about his relationship with Ohio State. And speaking of relationships, Kirk, I know that you have immense respect for what Kalani Sataki is doing out at BYU. Yesterday, they were making big news with the name-image likeness story, as a company now is paying for all of their walk-ons to be on scholarship. I don't know if this is something I saw coming, right? And we know that this is the great unknown, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that are kind of blowing our minds. What was your reaction to this announcement yesterday by BYU?
0: I'm I'm like everybody else. I I could watch those walk-on videos probably all day. Um, And I think it's the reaction of the scholarship players towards the walk-on player that that gets me every time. Uh, What they did yesterday, that was a genius move uh, by BYU to, to, you know, if you haven't seen the video, it's all over social media. They, they first brought up one walk on in front of the whole team with, uh, this gentleman who's with a, a business and said, Hey, you are here. You're working really hard, really proud of you. You're, you're our, our first uh, partner and we're going to take care of your, your scholarship and we're going to, we're going to pay for your, your school. And the whole place went crazy. And then they, here's another guy, this second guy, he's really hardworking walk on. And then they, they're gonna pay for his school and then they said you know what the heck with it every walk on stand up in this room they all stood up and we're gonna pay for all of your and then his place just went absolutely uh, <laughs> crazy so I think I love those videos I, I just like I said I love the uh, the locker room and we don't see color you know we, we, we see the color of the jerseys uh, everybody loves everybody everybody's pulling for everybody it's a very competitive locker room as Chewy knows, I mean it's, but but that's the beauty of the locker room is just the way people love each other and the camaraderie of it. And I would guess Chewy, you and all of us, anybody who's ever played, what you miss isn't so many, so much about the games, the wins and losses. It's it's hanging out. It's just being with the fellows and and being in, in that locker room. And that was a great example of that yesterday with with BYU. But genius move by that company, and uh, I, I applaud them for uh, for that effort because right now. This is it's like a fire hose right now that we're trying to understand name, image, and likeness. And we hear Bryce Young hadn't taken a snap at a, at Alabama, and he's already signed for a million dollars, which is mind-boggling. We've got another kid that's leaving Texas high school football to skip his senior year because the state of Texas won't allow name, image, and likeness. So he's going to skip being with his boys his senior year to go early to Ohio State so he can make money. And he's already got deals, and he hadn't he hadn't even been to a prom yet, and he's already got name, image, and likeness. So it's just a different landscape, different world. We're all trying to understand it and get used to it, but it's definitely, definitely different.
1: I mean, he's got that glorious mullet when you've got that glorious blonde yeah. bullet, man. I mean, whatever it takes right now, right? Whatever it takes to separate yourself. And of course, the talent has to be there. But also, if you but can make yourself... and
0: that's, in- that's the interesting thing, though. Whatever it takes to separate yourself, mm-hmm. right? And whatever it takes to create the individual brand. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. We're not playing tennis. You know, we're, we're not... This is not an individual game. So it's a team. It's the best 11 on one side of the ball playing together, for each other is usually the team that wins a game and goes on to win a championship. And we are now celebrating individuality and individual brand and rewarding individual brand. And man, it's going to take a really strategic approach from these coaches on who they bring into their world that is not going to become a cancer and be so caught up in their own individual brand that they destroy the team concept, which is uh, uh, imperative to have if you're going to win. uh, And and, uh, so that'll be interesting to follow. Kirk, do you think eventually, though, it's going to be a bad thing? Because, I mean, if you have five stars deciding between, let's just keep it in the Big Ten, between Iowa or Nebraska— and also have the scholarship to Ohio State, where you know people there tell them, "Hey, you can make a million dollars here. You're not going to make a million at Iowa and Nebraska." Do you do you see it going down that road? It's not supposed to, but absolutely. That, that's that's the, the thing. Like, let's say, as <clears throat> you said, you're a high school tight end or a quarterback, whatever you are, and, and you go on a visiting a, a, tr- a recruiting trip to Iowa. And they bring up name, image, and likeness. And, you know, we, we feel really good that we can do this, you know, if you come here and then they go next week to Wisconsin, then to Minnesota, then to Ohio State. Ohio State drops the hammer on name, image, and likeness. Just so we understand, name, image, and likeness is not supposed to be used in that way, where they, where they use it as a, mm-hmm. a, a kind of a recruiting pawn that, oh, LSU told you that? Oh, well, over here, we can guarantee you this. Like, it's not supposed to be used that way. Now, of course, you know how recruiting goes. I'm sure it's already being used that way, but that's not what it's supposed to be doing. And the concern we have is how do you police name, image, and likeness? Yeah. The state of Wisconsin has its own rules. The state of Ohio has its own rules. Texas, California, Florida, everybody has until there is a, a kind of a universal rule that this is name, image, and likeness, and everybody will follow this rule. Until then, there's no way that the NCAA as a governing body can, can police it. So right now it's the wild, wild West, do whatever you want. And, and um, I'm sure there's all kinds of shenanigans going on to try to talk these five stars into coming to their school. But like I said, whether it's Paul Christ or it's Ryan day, or it's Nick Saban, whoever it is um, you got to encourage it because you look like an idiot if, if you don't. So you got to encourage it. But at the same time, if it were me, I would be recruiting the parents as hard as I would be recruiting the kid. I would not want drama. I would not want that individuality of a five-star who's high maintenance coming in. I don't care how good he is, how fast he is, how much talent he is. I would not want him on my roster. So I I think recruiting the, the individual, the person, is just as important as what he can do for you on a football field.
1: Kirk Herbstreit is the undeniable face and voice of college football, but my very favorite thing about him is he's the ultimate team guy. It's why it's so great working with him on college game day. I'm so excited to get out on the road with everybody this year, Kirk. Going to be great. So looking forward to it. The book is Out of the Pocket by Kirk Herbstreit with our friend Gene Wojciechowski. People can get the book wherever they find their favorite literature. Right, Kirk?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it comes out Tuesday. You can, you can pre-order on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. And as you said, starting Tuesday, just go to your local bookstore and really just a book about, uh, like many of us wrote a book. It's, 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 it's not just about football or, or broadcasting. It's, it's really more about stuff that I think a lot of different folks can relate to. And, um, hopefully they'll enjoy it. Hopefully it'll resonate with uh, some of the stories will resonate and people will, will enjoy it. Get it's really it great.
1: Out. It's about relationships. Kirk got very vulnerable opening up to some of his some of his childhood experiences, his relationship with his dad. It's something I think an awful lot of people can relate to. Kirk, thanks for taking the time, man. We'll see you soon.
0: Okay. Great to talk to you guys. Have a great weekend.